everybody, and welcome back to Soccer Crush. We have some cool stuff heading your way today. We have some recaps, maybe a bio, and a special guest. Stay tuned. It's going to be fun. Heck yeah. Let's just jump into the recaps. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, I know Gina and I, Abby and I, yeah. need to talk about Saturday. Oh, yeah, I know you do, too. Yeah. We, so, I would like to sit back and watch this happen. We're grieving. <laughs> we are grieving. And the thing is, I understand that clubs lose. I get it. It's normal. It's a part of but your life. But when you yeah. lose because another team is a bunch of floppy foulers, it's really frustrating. <laughs> they are floppy foulers. <laughs> do you want to um, maybe tell our crushes what you're uh, referring yes, to? Yes, Arsenal. You are a bunch of floppy foulers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Someone walks by you and they breathe on you and you're like, no, my arm, I'm injured. I will I hate say you. one of the problems Chelsea had is that you injured Azpilicueta and then Pulisic in like 13 minutes you apart and it was Azpi crazy. and CP. And I will never forgive you for injuring but CP. So do you have, do you now have a new least favorite club? I, no, I will always No, it's Louisville always, it's Louisville. <laughs> yeah, it's still Louisville. I've usually always had respect for Arsenal, mm -hmm. but I feel like this particular match, not always in Arsenal's history, I've watched Arsenal before, they were super floppy. And it's like. That's really frustrating when it's like, you know they don't play like this normally. I've watched Chelsea hundreds of times. They don't mm -hmm. normally flop like this. But it was, oh, you touch them on the arm. They're down and their ankle's broken. But two seconds later, they walk away perfectly fine as soon as someone gets a yellow. I will say that was one of the matches where it's frustrating where you realize how much influence the referee has. And when it works for you, it's great. And when it works against you, it's not great. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be okay? I'll be fine. I'll be okay as long as Pulisic is okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that was devastating to watch because you saw him running yeah. and you knew the minute it happened. And he still took a shot. He still tried. Oh, yeah. If he would have scored, it would have been dope. I have to but say I'm more that worried about him. I think that rewatching that um, shot uh, over and over again, because they showed it mm -hmm. many times, you really saw, like, this guy yeah. is a competitor. Yeah. Like, yeah. he and wants to win, and he will do it he even will. when he's in pain. And what broke my heart was, like, afterwards, the camera watch. just stays on him the entire time. Like, mm -hmm. when I can imagine when you're a professional athlete and you get taken down like that, mm -hmm. you just, you want to be upset. You probably want to show this emotion, but all these cameras are on you, and you're like, mm -hmm. you have to keep it together until you're, like, in the dressing room. And then there's another camera, and I was like, stop following him. Let him just be sad. That would be yeah. suicide. Yeah, it was sad. I would cry for my mom. You would? I would cry for my oh, mom. Yeah. It looks like it hurt. Mommy. I'd be like, mommy. Oh, yeah. It would I be would hard be. to, like, if, if, like, you're, it would be hard to keep some moms, like, in the stands. Oh, yeah. Because they're going out on the field for I mean, I know one time someone tackled Kenny Walker, and I was about to climb out of the Bailey, and she was like, you can't do that. Yeah. I was like, watch me. I didn't. But I wonder who Pulisic was thinking about. Like, did he want his mom or his dad? Maybe both. Yeah. One here. Maybe he wanted his dog. Well, you know. Maybe there's a special lady friend that he wished was May there. Maybe. Hey. Whatever. Yeah. Don't know his wife. We don't know his partner. Wife. Yeah. But like, call me, CP. <laughs> so Actually, don't okay. just text me. Don't text me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was gonna say, talk on the phone like no. a serial killer. I know. <laughs> for more Premier League. It'll be back in like 15 minutes. It's going to be oh, back near my birthday. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, happy birthday to you. But happy birthday to you guys. It's Abby and Beth's birthday. Ah, Abby, la, 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 la. 
Yeah. We just get COVID cup finals for our month. That's okay. We don't know what September's going to bring yet, so it could be something just as stupid. I was looking at my calendar, and all of the um, FC Cincinnati matches that aren't happening are still on there. It's depressing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, like, not this week, but next week was supposed to be LAFC coming to Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, my birthday And it was supposed to be the Columbus Crew match, too. Heck Mm -hmm. is real. It was real when we played it's them very earlier. Sad it hurts your heart. Happening. It does. So let's let's recap MLS. We yeah. lost. We <laughs> did. We did. Um, we did. And you know, by the time this pod comes out, we will know who the finalists are. As of right now, we don't. It's Philly v. Portland on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and our dad versus Orlando on Thursday. That's mm-hmm. Minnesota. And. Yeah. I personally am rooting for Minnesota because they're our dads. I am also rooting for Minnesota. Although, I wouldn't be mad to see somebody like Philly Union. No, I would love to see Philly and Minnesota. Oh, that yeah, would be that would be if my... that was the final, I'd be yeah, happy either way. That would way. be super fun. Um, I do have some thoughts about PKs. Um, okay. So... Is that an ice cream truck? It is an ice cream truck. Okay. <laughs> Never can you come and record here without Y'all, there being some sort of fine. distraction. I think we should just take a break and go get some ice cream, but we're not going to do that. I've heard outplayed that match by any means. I don't think so either. I think we lost in a game of rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was stupid to have Kendall lost and take a PK when he played yeah, the I entire time. I don't yeah. get that either. Like, didn't you just have spent. four or five subs come in? Yeah. Why wasn't it one of them? I don't yeah. understand why the subs no. didn't take I get why. I get why he blocked Locas. I'm not mad mm-hmm. about that. Like, he took a PK earlier, so I feel yeah. like, you know, he kind of had a leg up on it. That's I mean, happens. he's the one that scored that brought us to the PKs. Right. I can't be like, oh, so I think you. it was stupid to have lost and do it. I'm not mad at him for missing. I get that it happens. Like, mm-hmm. you just played 90 minutes. It's hot. You're tired. Whatever. But you shouldn't have been the one to take the PK. Shouldn't have picked Rock. Love you, Kendall, but yeah. I know. Yeah, I love Kendall also, and I wish it was, yeah, I just don't know why they made mm-hmm. those decisions. Like, And I, I'm curious, too, about the process. Like, is that something you where the coach is the like, <laughs> almost got a pillow that says that. No. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And guys, we're going to have something for you. So then 
Would you like yeah. to talk amongst yourselves while I go get them so you can open yeah. them on air? Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so exciting, you guys. I love presents. Just not near my birthday. Oh, okay. But I will say on the pod that the next pod, we will be able to talk about Abby's birthday gift that me and Lala got for her that she's going to love. So remind us to talk about her birthday next time. I'm so excited. That was such Ooh. a sweet gesture. Yeah, this oh, is very so nice. Gosh. Do the little note and then stickers. Aww. Hello, podcast Hello, friends. friends. I enjoy their podcast so Me much. It's for somebody who, um, you know, the, the Rowdies were not my USL club, and now they really are becoming that way. I, yeah. I think they They're have built so a welcoming. really, yeah, they've built a really great community. I think they, there's something really like family about it, and I. I enjoy that, and mm-hmm. it was great to see Flores Lasso again. I was like, oh, I remember watching you play. And I but think how is Leo Fernandez? Beautiful. He's still and cute. He's still cute. He's so, so cute. cute. I oh still God. think he cute. He cute. He cute. We need to like work with the unsubs and get those shirts made. I, agree. I would I very so. proudly wear that shirt. I was sharing it to Jess over the weekend, and she was like, I would buy that shirt. Well, yeah. hey mm-hmm. guys, we'll be reaching out to you later. Sorry, right. open yeah. it up. They're opening presents. Oh, these are sticky. <laughs> my scarf's already hung up and my sticker is already on my iPad. So. Oh my god, I can't You wait. know, I really like these bags too. Like, I don't know. Nice. What is your budget? You got your you act together. They have a Patreon. I know, they do. I think we should, you know. Oh my gosh, oh my it's god. so great. It's really pretty. This. Thank you so Thank you. It's much. Beautiful. It's a beautiful I'm, scarf. I have to make room on my scarf rack in the midst of I all did my I made room. Stuff. I can't pull some, wait pull some stuff down. to go visit. I know. I, think I that would be super am fun. in love with their stadium. I've always thought that that stadium mm-hmm. looked amazing. It's it would be gorgeous. We have talked about it almost yeah. every day this week. Like, man, when this is over, let's go to Tampa. She, <laughs> yeah. Abby has family down there. Yeah, we'll be mm-hmm. good. So, so Beth, you're going to go with us. Yeah. I'll go to Tampa and with you. Just um, can use us, like, I don't know, we can be we'll a meet guest up. or something on your podcast. We'll you can be on ours. We'll hang out. That'd you be can great. Be. Can we get tacos? <laughs> Listen. Please let us know where we should be going to get tacos. And, yes. and good luck in your USL run. I think, you know, we'll what I saw against Charleston Battery looked a little more cohesive than um, they played in a, or NCFC. And you know, you make I, adjustments, you find what works, what doesn't yeah. work. Mm-hmm. And also in USL notes, I think that we should probably keep an eye on St. Louis. St. Louis reminds I'll me. I'll keep an eye on St. Louis. I know you will. Keep a an lot. eye on Cicerone. Okay. <laughs> reminds me a lot uh, of of Cincinnati, just as a club. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that they have they're they're going MLS too. So, you know, how are they building that there in St. Louis? So I don't want that to go. Does that banner still pay, play for them? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I guess. I just I can't wait yeah. to go to St. Louis and watch. That would be fun. That'd be a fun Because St. Louis is such a cool city. I just forgot how much I love USL soccer. It's a different beast. Mm-hmm, I'm really excited to go to Tampa. Yeah, it's a beautiful. Like city. I know it's gonna be in like six, seven months. Hopefully, first we need a vaccine. Girls. Yeah, yeah. And then we go to St. Pete. Yeah, you think I'm gonna fly Southwest right now without a vaccine? <laughs> no, I do. It, it'll be like Spirit Airlines, all for yourself. Like here, you have to hang off of the wing, but also be the pilot, and it's four dollars. Uh, you might need a vaccine to have done that before COVID. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's good for but. That was a good recap. Thank you guys again. That was so great. Prayers for Aspie and Christian Pulisic. And I hope we get lots of time off pictures. Yeah. The end. And uh, we will be back in a few minutes with our guest.
at that point, or he's the only guy American to score at Wembley, something like that. And I just was like, okay, this is my guy. And so when I found out he played for DC United, I became a DC United fan in '96. And it was a good time to be a DC United fan. They were winning MLS Cup. I don't even know what they they were they called were MLS Cup. They were they were winning a lot of yeah. trophies back then with uh, with Tarek and Echeverri and Moreno. So I picked a good team to to root for at the beginning. So that that was my team. And then I kind of fell out with MLS for a while because I just got hooked on Liverpool in England. Listen, so I yeah. know yeah. that story. When you start watching Premier League, it's a yeah. different beast, and it. Mm-hmm. Your, your club picks you. Right, right. It does. And so, How did Liverpool pick you? So the 98 World Cup, I uh, okay. was watching, and obviously with my cousins growing up in England, I rooted for the English national team. And so I'm watching England versus, I believe it was Argentina, and Michael Owen makes just this slalom run and scores a goal. And I said to myself, okay, whoever this guy is, I'm rooting for his yeah. team. Yeah, that's and he game. happened to play for Liverpool. So I became a Liverpool fan watching Michael Owen score for England in that's impressive. Yeah. I, I, I fell into FC two clearly, and we had this very great season. You have to give me that look. <laughs> well, I mean, you brought me in at like the greatest season of all time ever. You're so. welcome. <laughs> also, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> listen, that's not my fault. That's FC two. So I, I get it. Uh, you know, maybe loving DC United, like you're winning and it's really great, and then they start to lose real bad. I don't know if that's what happened to them. That's what happened to us, and you still love them <laughs> anyway. Um, and then in finding your Premier League team, they how they choose you. It, that was also you. Sometimes it's just a special. <laughs> sometimes it's just a special yeah. player that attracts yeah. you to the club. I yeah. think that that's probably how mm-hmm. my Liverpool fandom developed because I am obsessed with Mo Salah, right. and I you should he's be. Amazing. I saw him play in a World Cup, and I was right. like, "Who is it? Like, this is amazing." And that's my yeah. person. Yeah. My person. So, <laughs> how did you fall in love with FC Cincinnati? Because so, that's what brings us right. all together. Yeah. It was Coach Hart's team announced as the coach, honestly. I remember the day I heard Coach Hart's got hired, I uh, called my wife up. I'm like, okay, so we're going to have to get season tickets. <laughs> Obviously, I had to get her <laughs> approval for that. So, she, of approved, course. Good job. she approved me getting season tickets. So, that, that's why we chose FC Cincinnati. It was honestly 100% Coach Hart's. If they would have hired a different coach, I can't guarantee you I would have would have gotten tickets, but I'm glad I did. So uh, how did you feel when Harks was no longer the coach? I was not pleased. Understood. And, and I think a lot of people will know why I wasn't pleased, but I wasn't yeah. pleased first with Coach Hart being gone, and then with why he was gone. Why my feeling is mm-hmm. why he was gone. I wasn't pleased, but you've already chose the team at that point. Yeah. I'm not going to jump the around. team. Right. Mm-hmm. What has been your favorite FCC memory so far? I think everybody's going to say the Chicago Fire game oh. in the U.S. Open Cup. That was that was a great memory. I I know that when they went to the penalty kicks, I just couldn't watch it. I had to turn my back on the uh, on the field, so I was looking at the concession stand on the I guess that would have been the north left corner of the stadium, uh, the big concession stand, and I wasn't watching. I was just listening to the crowd to see yeah, their reaction. Told me if we yeah. if we were doing good or not. So that was obviously probably the, the biggest memory. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people will say that, especially if you're an Atlanta fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the best nights of my life. I, I wasn't there, but I, know. I, I feel just, like I was. I just saw it this Watch year in quarantine. Oh, that's right. You got to and I will say. Relive the memory. Andrew Wiedemann took his shirt off and he was onside. He, he was, was onside. Onside. Yeah. Onside. Yeah, he that sure. very clearly yeah. onside. We all know it. So mm-hmm. rude. We were, my parents were here helping me move in when the when they were reshowing it, 
And um, I was like explaining to my mom, I was like, in just a minute, a referee is going to tell you that Andrew Wiener is offside. And he is not. He is not. You can just hold on to that. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> and He's then incorrect. <laughs> so, I mean, referees can be wrong. We've seen it. Uh, we saw it Saturday. <laughs> Listen, we're still having to like. Yeah, we'll, we'll go We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> um, so wait till we do. <laughs> so we have rapid fire questions yeah. for you. I'm sure you're familiar with with rapid these. Rapid fire sure. segment. Um, Alyssa, go first. You can. Yeah. What keeps you into soccer? Uh, just watching it. I have a six year old nephew, and so I've indoctrinated him. So oh yeah, he start him young. He may not have learned it organically, but. He's been watching it, so just keeping him involved, mm -hmm. uh, being involved in his life, and then anytime I can get him to watch Liverpool, is, it makes me yeah, happy. Yeah, that's and, fair. And he, he seems to like it, so and every time I'm over there, him go outside and kick the ball around. So, yes, he's, yeah, so. let's go. Okay. Did your wife watch with you? Have you gotten her into it? My wife did watch with me. I think I, I told you yeah. that she passed away a year and a half ago, but we mm -hmm. got season tickets together. She, she, I think she tolerated it, honestly, yeah. just because she knew how much I yeah. loved it. She watched it. Yeah. And every game, she would be there with me. Um, since she's passed away, my brother-in-law, her brother, or my nephew, I've taken both of them with me and just That's college so friends great. and high school friends and stuff. So, yeah. But, yeah, she did watch it. Yay. Oh, okay. Is it my turn? Your you turn. can go. Okay. Uh, what one player would you bring to your club if you had unlimited funds? So, if it was FC Cincinnati, yeah. Virgil Van Dyke. Oh, we need we need a center back who can actually he run with the ball great. and pass You're the not ball. Wrong. I would bring Virgil Van Dyke in if we could get him because I think we have. Not Nick Haslund. Who? Not Nick Haslund. Do you? I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we we feel you. I'd like to get things. Yeah. That no, would I'm be not, I'm not gonna, I don't want to. I don't want to rip Nick. It's not. It wasn't his his issue. It's not an issue with him. As a person, I, mm -hmm. he seems like a nice enough person. Yeah. I think we could have done a better job at that position, but I'll mm -hmm. leave it at that. So I'm not going to rip on Nick. agree. I think we bring some more from the Liverpool team. I'm so sad about Lovren leaving. And I'm like, he's not going to be with Mo anymore. The bestie it's team so is broken up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm harboring some sadness for Liverpool right now. Um, What is your favorite soccer memory? My favorite soccer memory? Uh, probably the... 05 Champions League, Liverpool going down 3 nothing to AC Milan and then coming back in the second half scoring three goals in like eight minutes or something like that. It was three goals in eight minutes and then going to penalty, <laughs> going to penalty kicks and winning. And especially because that was the first time in 21 years that uh, Liverpool had won the uh, European, the, the UEFA Champions League. So that's a big one. And also probably the 99 Women's World Cup. Oh, uh, I remember yeah. one of the Chastain scored oh, the yeah. goal running all around my parents' house. Amazing. Yeah. Going nuts. So those are probably the two big ones for me. I remember that, and I didn't even watch soccer. <laughs> That's like my first uh, exposure to soccer was mm -hmm. the, the women's team. I, Mia Hamm and Brandy Chastain were so recognizable to me, and I wasn't even in the world of it. So, What is your favorite non-chain restaurant? Favorite non-chain restaurant? Probably the little Mexican place in, in Lebanon, Acapulco. Oh, oh I love Acapulco. I, I think that might be a chain, but I don't think of it as a chain because I don't think of it like a taco. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like a little right. so good. So, so my favorite, favorite non-chain restaurant, my mom's kitchen. Quite <laughs> honestly, yeah. my mom's Always. kitchen. I have so. a confession to make. I, I added that card in here to get additional food recommendations. Yeah, I, I knew it. <laughs> I, I won't, I won't give you Indian food 
according to my parents, since I was born and raised here, mm-hmm. I don't know what good Indian food is. Okay. So <laughs> I can't really that. give you recommendations. Well, if you could ask your mom and then report back. <laughs> I will do that. Will do that <laughs> yeah, if you could. I would Absolutely. love that. We are uh, quite the fans of Taqueria Mercado downtown, like sure. across the street mm-hmm. from the library. Oh, yeah. hi, Enrique. You might not yeah. be listening, but we miss you. Yeah, it's a really great Mexican place if you're if you're looking for it someone. That's where we would go post-recording when we recorded at the library. Sure. Delicious. Uh, if you could choose one player live, who would it be? All time or current? All time. I would have loved to have seen KOA play. Oh. I, I mean, I'm old enough to have seen it, but I didn't watch soccer back then. I would have loved to have seen him play. That would have been amazing, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Totally agree. I did know who KOA was. Good job. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, what's your favorite stadium food? So, I've always been partial to funnel fries. Yeah. I know we don't have them at, at Dipper, but I mean, when, well, the Reds got them, when the Reds got them, I would go crazy running around Funnel trying to find fries. them. Funnel fries. Funnel fries. Answers the next question is, what food do you wish you could have at a match? Funnel, funnel fries. fries. I mean, I, funnel cake is good and all, but it's messy. Give me a fry so I can yeah. hold it and eat it while absolutely, I watch. Absolutely. Funnel <laughs> fries. I think that's a good one. No, I know. What that is, is your prediction for the winner of the MLS Fast Tournament out of the four clubs that are left? Just because it's there, I'm going to say Orlando City. Because okay. I'm used to playing that humidity and July in Orlando is miserable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know all the teams have done well, but I think Orlando City and Oscar Pereja is a great coach. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's done there because that team is god awful. Oh, well, that other now, coach. So, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not just saying for, for their previous coach, I'm saying in their history, they haven't mm-hmm. been very good. So it seems like Coach Pereja knows what he's doing down there. He's making some magic happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had to get some bad vibes out of there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what song do you think they should play before matches? I'm a Liverpool fan, so there, there's only one answer there. I'll never walk alone. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never walk alone. Obviously. That would be great. I, yeah, I don't think you have too many complaints about that. No. I think I think you might just because every non-Liverpool fan, if there are, would not like that. So I mean, it wouldn't bother. Like we're Chelsea fans, it wouldn't yeah. bother me. I yeah. have so much respect for Liverpool that like they're so I'm good. Fine. What's not to like? You can't so even good. be mad when you lose to them. <laughs> no. Like, you know what? Yeah, this this makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Good job, team. We lost five to three, and we were like, you know what? That was that, that was, was a good showing. We should have. No, that was, was fine. I'll tell you, I was I was impressed by them. I really was by Chelsea in that game, I, for sure. To hold their own against Liverpool that yeah. well and not just I was like, not we're not going to score at all. Like, no. And I, so I I, I have no complaints. No complaints about that. Um, who's your favorite soccer Twitter to follow? Soccer Twitter? Oh. It's okay. It's it, I would say maybe <laughs> Joe and Cleats. Joe Lowry does a good okay. job. Uh, he's a tac- tactical. He, oh, he we need to write that tactics. down. Tactics. Uh, MLS <laughs> Assist is his podcast. Sorry okay. to plug another podcast. No, that's we love it. We love he, fellow he's, podcasts. He's good. Uh, Joe and Cleats is his, his uh, handle. Um, I like Wrong Side of the Pond. Uh, DJ. George Crashy used to be great. He's not covering soccer anymore. He's I call him the soccer podcast godfather. He uh, ran the athletic soccer. He was the editor okay. in chief oh, for that that's until, awesome. until a couple of probably two three months ago. He okay. stopped doing that. Okay, that's good suggestions. You already answered this one, but for the people who weren't paying attention, shame on you. What clubs do you support? So the the two big ones are Liverpool and FC Cincinnati. I do like Minnesota United just because I lived mm-hmm. up there, so I, I do support them. Don't really watch them, but just you know, I have some gear just crazy mm-hmm. to live up there. 
uh, Dortmund in Germany. Oh, yeah, right. we yeah. just found yeah. out that we were Dortmund fans, too. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But even then, it's not, if they're on, if Bundesliga's on and they're on and Liverpool's not playing at the same time, mm-hmm. I'll watch it. Uh, that's probably about it. I mean, I, I pretty much support any team who's not one of the super huge teams that wins all the time, which yeah. I know being a Liverpool fan, that seems kind <laughs> of like hypocritical, <laughs> but, but when I started rooting for Liverpool, I didn't have any clue what their history was, right. so. Well, it's winning. Well, yeah. the club picks you. Yeah. It does. It's true. Uh, what is your pre-match ritual? Um, it was always for, for games, for FC Cincinnati, it was going to Top Cats when that's where the pride would meet. Yeah. Uh, it was this year, it was supposed to be, I guess, Park and Wolves. Oh, I, I think it too. was supposed yeah. to be. They have really uh, good apps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But for Liverpool games, uh, the Liverpool, the official supporters club in Cincinnati always meet at Marine House uh, or, or uh, Bottle Lodge up in Westchester, just depends what it is. Go to Marine House as early as I could get there. Mm-hmm. Get you can a get a stool, yeah. I didn't want a stool. I stay in the whole game. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Just, just, just get my Guinness ready. There you go. Uh, I'd be one of those sad guys that would be there at 7 o'clock in the morning like, yes, I need my Guinness right now. <laughs> no, so, I think that's that fair. Works.
because they worried how the movie would do. Because oh. it was another player that they wanted to, to change it to. Change it like Gerard. But, um, <laughs> but because um, David Beckham was recognizable in the United States, they were like, this is what it has to be. So mm-hmm. okay. I do know that. Interesting. Um, Did I, we skip you at some point? You still I have, have the last one. Okay. She's just holding them all so, um, <laughs> most importantly, what we want to know is who is your soccer crush? So mine started way back in the day. It was Julie Foudy, and it okay. still is. I think she's brilliant. Um, just love her her personality. I listen to her podcast all the time, and she's great. So so super Julie Foudy is, is definitely I'm gonna a soccer have to, crush. I know. I'm like, hold on, let me remember. Laughter <laughs> permitted with Julie Foudy. Okay. That exactly. is, we don't laugh at anyone's soccer crush. She yeah. could have super sexual moments. But that's ma- she's Wait, she's that's she's great. Name. But I liked her on the on the team in '99, and so she she was just the person who just kept running and running and mm-hmm. running. So that's, that's why awesome. I'll have to check that out. Yep. I just listened to Abby Wambach's book Floorboard this morning. Isn't it so good? I it's amazing. It. But she was talking about how influential the '99 team was on her and. Uh, to come in and, pl- and playing with some of those women and, um, and and kind of the cohesiveness and leadership that they brought. And that's, Abby said that that was when she realized that women's soccer could be something in the United States is, is watching these women. Mm-hmm. So I have so much respect for them. That's one of my favorite books I've read this year. I just got it from the library. Mm-hmm. It's sitting it's on really my good. Like table. It. I'm reading. Uh, we'll talk about it next time. Yeah, week. I was going to say I have, yes. I have more to say about books because I, I finished Wolfpack. So we'll come yes. back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you for coming and sharing your love story with us and answering our ridiculous questions. Which uh, we have a lot of. Well, always. That's fine. But, and, and I think we have so much soccer to learn from you. You know, somebody who has been in this and, and seen it grown here so yep. much and, mm-hmm. and to see it grow in Cincinnati so much. Yep. Um, and hopefully when we get back to matches. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, next year at this rate, I'm assuming. The day may come. Do you know yet where you want to sit in the, in the new I stadium? I, I, if knowing how the stadium is supposed to be pretty similar to the one in Minnesota, mm-hmm. I can tell you right now there won't be a bad seat in the stadium because oh, when I went to the game last year up there, we sat in the upper corner. Um, I mean, we sat so high up you could see over the stadium and see downtown Minneapolis from downtown <laughs> from St. Paul. Oh that's God. how high up we were. <laughs> but it wasn't a bad seat. There's not a bad seat in the house. So if that's who they're basing it off of, uh, I don't think there's going to be a bad seat in, in the West End Stadium, yeah. and I really haven't haven't looked yet. I haven't looked at any tours or anything. Mm-hmm. I really don't care. Whatever they do, it's going to be great. That's fair. Well, we'll be in the Bailey. Probably, probably, probably that. That might yeah. be where we head head to. Oh. There's been some discussion. Have her amongst the we'll Miss Samora. You always yeah. have a spot with us in the Bailey. <laughs> I'm, I'm not standing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my body can handle no. that. Although I do stand the whole time watching games at the bar, but I just don't know that I can it's handle different. it in the daily. Yeah. Oh, it's exhausting. It really is. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad we finally got to make this happen. Yes. And months in the waiting. <laughs> Is that the right thing? Yeah, no. months. Yeah. It's been months. It's been months. Thank you for having me. I do appreciate it. Yeah, we're in hot March now. It's hot March. <laughs> All right, and we will be back with a bio. Yeah. Okay. I have a bio. special bio. Yosef, this one's for you. And it's also for our special guest, because I knew he was a big time Liverpool fan, so So I wanted to feature one of the Liverpool greats, so I have Steven Joyce.
Gerard. Who oh, I is love a full name. But Yosef's soccer crush. Oh, I know that. Hooray! Because he for loves you, him. Jill. No, it's not. We don't like you. <laughs> you roasted him just harder than we did in his actual yeah, I, know. I know. It's more, it's more fun than the actual it's cubic. <laughs> you should see our text. I mean to him, but I love his mom. Hey, yo, tell your mom I said hi. She does seem delightful. We'll I hope she's listening. Someday. Hi, Yosef's mom. <laughs> so let's hear all about. Yeah. So I want to say first that this is not all about Stephen George Gerard because um, I could not have, I didn't have the time to put together his full story, really. You didn't okay. have enough uh, highlights. It is the highlights, and it's um, really just an overview of, I got through kind of learning about his career with Liverpool. Um for the most part, and his career a little bit with the LA Galaxy, and then, um, but I think that there's a lot more to him, and it's very possible that I may write up another bio about him again someday to tell you guys even more. We'll have a because he has an international career. He, well, I read I some things like about his personal life that would be very. There's interesting. plenty of people we could have two parters on. Like if we did one about mm-hmm. Abby Wambach, mm-hmm. listen, it would be like a ten parter. We Absolutely. would talk about every segment because we're Abby Wambach. Anyway, teach well, us. Okay, so uh, Stephen George Gerard, I'm going to keep calling it his full name because I really like, I it, like it, was born May 30th, 1980. May 30th also happens to be my mother's birthday. Yeah. They're Gemini's. Gemini's. Uh, I know. So he spent the majority of his career as a central midfielder fielder for Liverpool. Um, and he was born in Winston Merseyside. So he is a lifelong Liverpool. Oh, Liverpoolian. Wow. Liverpoolian. Is that what they're called? I get they are now. Mm-hmm. Started out playing for his hometown team, the Whiston Juniors, um, and he was noticed by Liverpool scouts and joined the Liverpool Academy at age nine. Aww. I know! Um, and he signed his first professional contract with Liverpool um, in November 1997, so he would have been 17. Oh my gosh. I know. Still baby. A baby. Um, and he made his first team debut uh, about a year later. Um, 13 appearances in his debut season. He came on for his first match as a sub, I believe mm-hmm. I read. And I was uh, reading a little bit about his um, his first season and what his experience was like. And it sounds like they played him at a couple different positions that mm-hmm. first season. And um, one of the quotes that I read is that he felt um, like he was out of position and out of his depth that season. Like he didn't feel like good confident, about it yeah. overall, like confident. Um, but then um, he... Um, in the 1999-2000 season, he had some injuries, had a back problems um, as a result of accelerated growth and excessive play during his teenage years. Yikes. Was I was going to say relatable when you said back problems, but then you <laughs> continued, I was like, that's not Yeah, relatable. I was going to say back problems, I can totally relate to, but... Uh, but then he recovered, and in um, 2000, and, um, 2000 to 2001 season, 50 starts, 10 goals, um, was in the they won the FA Cup, the Football League Cup, the UEFA Super Cup, um, and he was named the PFA Young Player of the Year. So it made quite a comeback that season, and I think that kind of just kind of continued to accelerate from there. In 2003, he was named the Liverpool captain. He Before that, he had been co-captain with another player, and he signed a new four-year deal with the team. Um, and that is also around the same time. I read um, a couple of uh, articles about how um, he was being recruited hardcore by Chelsea. Um, hey, and hey they news. offered him a lot of money to go play there. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I kept kind of coming back to when I was reading about him was that he was very, very loyal to Liverpool. And that was his heart and where he was I from. I love it. And I he, respect he it. He stayed there for, I would say, I mean, the majority, majority of his career. That's like Messi and Barcelona. Mm-hmm. 
I respect that. In 2005, Liverpool won their first Champions League trophy in 20 years. And um, that, um, when we had, uh, we were talking with Rube on the break about the, the, just the time that they kind of had the yeah. big comeback. And that was the, he was kind of the catalyst for that. Like, That's kind awesome. of, um, he scored a goal, took the ball, ran it back to midfield, and then, like, raised his arms up to keep, get the crowd, like, Aww. fired up. And then they, they came back and won that match. And he was named uh, man of the match for that um, particular match. And then named UEFA Club Footballer of the Year that year as well. How do I become player of the year? Oh, play better. Get on a team and then oh, play yeah. better. <laughs> yep. Beth now. just I'm getting the death Beth stare. Just laid it out for you. <laughs> she isn't incorrect. I'm just a jerk. <laughs> In uh, 2009, uh, Zidane, uh, am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, co- was quoted as saying that um, Steven Gerrard was, Steven George Gerrard was the best player in the world. Well, that's okay. debatable, but okay. That's how he conquered the time, and for That's another fair. player on another team, people yep. would have Maybe at pretty, that time. Pretty amazing. It's messy. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> okay. Uh, February 15th, 2015, he makes his 700th appearance. Oh, my Holy cow. I don't think I've done anything 700 times. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to say, <laughs> I was gonna say go to the bathroom, but I was trying to keep it tasteful. And Sorry. And then he made his uh, final appearance for Liverpool in May 2015. That's a long career. It is. Kind of amazing. The only thing he's done more than that is Champions League. (laughs) Yes. Um, He was uh, then signed to the LA Galaxy on an 18-month designated player contract worth uh, $9 million. Oh, just $9 million for 18 months? That's it. Whatever. Um, he, um, signed the contract, uh, earlier in the year in January, but then didn't join until the end of the 2014-2015 Premier League season. So he came over in, in July to join the LA Galaxy. Um, in 2016, he started talking about retiring. He said that he was experiencing some difficulty with the long journeys to away matches, the diverse altitudes and weather in the United States. That's fair. Um, played his final match for the Galaxy in 2016. Um, it was an MLS playoff cup, playoff, uh, no, MLS cup playoff match um, that I believe the Galaxy lost on PKs, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, rock, paper, scissors. And then announced his retirement on November 24th, and he was uh, tw- that year, 2016. He was 36 years old. And I, the reason I say that we could have a two-parter is that he also had an international career. Um, so he's a coach. There's oh the slip. God. There's yeah. There's what? the slip <laughs> that we could go we're, into. We're not allowed to talk about that here. I also read that. Um, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of like family connections mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. him too in in the world of um, soccer and and it was in the Liverpool. We can do the second so. part on the next episode when we have our next guest. Yeah, who we'll, is we'll also see a if I have my act together. Yeah. But I'm, I'm gonna write that down. I'm I gonna mean, work on it. Part two. Part dos. I mean, that's exciting that you could do a two-part bio. Yeah. It was, I mean, there was a lot of information. I was reading, um, an, uh, like, an article that was in the Ice not long before um, that came over. Thank you for another awesome bio, Beth. You always have so much from you. Yeah. I try. We always get us learned up on some I do my best. <laughs> like to send a 
special thank you to Rook for joining us today, sharing his soccer love story. Excellent guest. Excellent oh, guest. Oh, so great. And if you want to be a guest, hit us up. We'll have another guest here in a couple weeks. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Um, we have a new Crush of the Week poll coming up this weekend. And remember, you can submit your Crush of the Week nomination. And don't forget to rate and subscribe and tell literally every single person you know about Soccer Crush. And also, thank you again to the Unmute Substitutes. Oh, yeah. You oh, guys yeah. are the greatest. Um, You're like our big brother podcast. And also, like and subscribe and rate them and listen. Um, and thank you so much for listening to Soccer, Soccer Crush. Crush.